Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Against the wind is the theme of today's show. So we have <laughs> we have tips along those lines that actually can save you money. And, and naturally, in a minute, we're going to play Name That Noise so you can get ready to call 866-348-7884 when we play Name That Noise in a minute. But we have our own Christian body shop guy here with us, Jerry from Ray's Body Shop, and he's going to help us against the wind here in a minute. Absolutely. I, we can certainly save somebody some <clears throat> money down the road. Yes, we are going to try to do that. And then in, uh, our appraisal by the – well, before I get to that, <laughs> I'm, I actually um, – in the next segment, I've got a couple of Jesus Labor love stories that I know will bless your heart and also some needs that are come to our attention that we hope you can help us out with, at least in prayer, if nothing else. is Sometimes these needs outweigh our resources by significant amounts. And sometimes just the prayer just just opens up doors and stuff. I mean, you're praying about it; it's on your mind, and you may have a a hidden answer somewhere that. that yeah, I've got one of those. I have actually a couple of those stories to share today on the Jesus Labor Love, the car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis across the country that we work with. So we're going to talk about that, and then in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for discernment. Lift up our voice for understanding. There's a spiritual aspect to that saying against the wind that <laughs> you might have guessed I had in mind when I came up with that theme. And perhaps you found yourself there at some point in time, and I would love for you to call in and share that story. As you see, God has helped you against the wind, so to speak, and is helping those ladies against the wind, by the way. 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884. And and this week, when I get to that appraisal by the Real Black Book, I want to share with you some things I've gleaned from William Gurnall's The Christian in Full Armor. And he taught me some stuff against the wind this week that just blew my mind. And so I'm excited to be able to share some of how that works coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. So, Johnny, let's go on and play Name That Noise. It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve That Roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. And we've got an exciting one for you today. And when you can name that noise, you call us 866-348-7884-866-348-7884. And Johnny. If they guess it today, we got some special stuff for them. Tell them what they'll win. We have two tickets to Awakenings Music Festival at BB&T Field in Winston-Salem, North Carolina for either Saturday, September 26th or Sunday, September 27th. Artists include Kirk Franklin, Mercy Me, and Jeremy Camp. And of course, always on offer, our Truth Network prize packages. So actually, this is cool. You have your choice. If you're anywhere in North Carolina or even in Virginia or... South Carolina, Atlanta, you want to drive over and see Jeremy Camp and Mercy Me and all that, we have those tickets for you. Or you can choose the 
we use Stu Hepperson's book, The last Seven Last Words of Jesus, or his CD. So you have your choice of either one if you can name this noise. So there you go. <laughs> what do you think, John? <laughs> Jerry, that, that, uh, that's I, a noise. That's a noise. 866-348-7884-866-34. Truth, you get your choice of the tickets if you're in this area. Or, again, we've got the last words of Jesus, either book or CD. All you got to do is call now. Name that noise. 866-348-7884. Last week, I don't know if you listened to the show. <laughs> We had some creative, very creative <laughs> answers to what that noise might have been. So, and and we've never had a loser in the history of name that noise. Nobody has ever lost. So feel free to call in and name no that noise. No wrong no- answers. It's Eight. like being at the fair. No wrong answers. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's like being at the fair. Well, it's at the weight. Guess your weight. You know. The- oh yeah. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Johnny, why don't you go ahead and play that one more time so people can. Uh, name that noise. Oh, and I see we have a caller, so he's he's tied up doing that. And you can still call. we got plenty of time, and we want you to win by all means. So I, I do want to mention all this stuff is always including all my my things I'm going to talk about, William Gurnall and the gleanings from this and that and how you can save money. and get. It's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see a wonderful picture. Did you see it? I have created the Holy Macromobile. <laughs> So against the wind, I, I I studied a little bit of drag coefficient, and lo and behold, you know that that one of the most efficient, if not the most efficient, drag coefficient things out there is a mackerel. <laughs> and a mackerel, and I have a wonderful picture of of I've just dis, I've discovered a, mo, a macro mobile that we could make that would. Robbie, you have too much time on your hands. <laughs> I have to show you the picture. It's so outstanding. But anyway, this mackerel has a drag coefficient of 0.0057. Now, the most aerodynamic vehicle, production vehicle right now is this Volkswagen XL1. It has a drag coefficient of 0.19. Now, compare that to God's design of a mackerel. (laughs) 0.0057. So just to show Detroit that, you know, we're on the ball out here, we gave them an idea if they could create the mackerel-mobile. I mean, we could get gas mileage. It would be just, you know, out of this world good. You know, you have those designers from Ford to call in. I'll guarantee you they're tapping into this. <laughs> <laughs> we have John in Last Lost Valley, Utah. Actually, he's ready to play Name That Noise. John, you are, well, I thought he was, but apparently we haven't got him in the queue yet. So <laughs> we, we've got lots of players for Name That Noise. We're going to get to him in a minute. But along those lines of, you know, my macro mobile, did you see it there now? I see it. You know, I used a colorful macro, one that has plenty of stuff on the top. Okay, we got John. We can get him. We're going to get to those ways to save gas money in just a second. John is in Lost Valley, Utah. You're on the Christian Car Guy. Can you name that noise? I believe it's the sound of a newspaper uh, press printing newspapers. Wow. Now, there is an interesting... Answer, John. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 perhaps the person that was in the car, that in the was, back seat. I mean, the, I see them all the time in the back seat. But yeah, <laughs> well, not newspaper presses, but they might have been driving by one at the time that the that the noise was being recorded. But um, 
actually, we're going to give you that, John, because it could be that they were driving by a newspaper press when that yeah, was going on, but that was just not the a, car noise. That's that was a perspicacious <laughs> hypothesis. <laughs> that's a great one. Thank you, John. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in. You bet. Thanks. Bye. All right. Well, we have a few more that are calling in. We've got, um, I'm sure, lots of answers, but we're going to get right down to some of these five ways that you can save gas money. You know, for years and years, I have told you that over 50, it's not thrifty. And what that means is, (laughs) for those who listen to my uh, stand on the highway, you don't roll your windows down um, on the highway if you plan on saving money you know, by not running your air conditioning. Some people think, well, I don't run my air conditioning. You know, it's, it's going to save me money. Well, that may save you some money in town. There's no doubt. And General Motors says under 40 miles an hour, you're good. But if you're going over 40 miles an hour, sustained speed, it costs you quite a bit. So there's just one of the Christian car guy tips for you. And it's easy for me to, because sustained driving, if you're driving over 50, right, Jerry, you're going to be on the highway somewhere. So over 50, it's not thrifty. That when drag in, is uh, a drag on the wallet. When sure. in town, keep them down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kind of how that goes. we got Timothy is in Winston-Salem. He's ready to play Name That Noise. Timothy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Are you ready to play Name That Noise? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Well, what did you think that was? A subway train. <laughs> Well, there's another challenge for me. See, it could be, again, Jerry, that they were driving by a subway station when they, when they were doing, making that noise inside the possible. car. It's possible. It, it's possible. It could have been happening. So we're going to give it to you, Timothy. Not exactly what I was looking for, but we're going we're gonna to send those tickets your, your way. I appreciate you calling in very much. God bless you. Uh, thank you. God thank bless you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> well... I told you they were creative last week, and again, we are creative this week. Now, maybe I ought to just, you know, give you some hints here. One of the parameters of Name That Noise. Well, I think you've been giving away some hints this morning. <laughs> well, I thought I was too, but one of the parameters of Name That Noise is the idea that it would be a car thing that we could help you with if you ever heard that noise, but it's okay because a car, you know, we appreciate every caller and every winner, and so you, we've never had a loser. Where and and by the way, it keeps me laughing. <laughs> so you know the creative ways that our audience is. So you call us eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We got Van and Raleigh. We're gonna get him when we get back. Stay tuned. Guess I lost my way. Rolled so many roads. I was living to run and running to live. Never worried about paying or even how much I owe. Against the wind. Little something against the wind. Now maybe you've been running against the wind. We would love to hear your story. <laughs> Today we're talking about, you know, ways that we uh, in the car business we face the wind quite often, and and it has a lot to do with fuel economy, but all sorts of different things that how it affects cars. We're getting in that today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and of course, coming up at the end of the show, we'll be sharing a little bit about how that works spiritually, and we've got some Jesus labor love car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis uh, that we're going to hear from coming up in just a minute. 
So getting back to Name That Noise, we have Van is in Raleigh, and he's up next on Name That Noise. Let's play it one more time, Johnny, so that we can all remind, remind ourselves what that noise sounded like. All right, Van in Raleigh, can you name Hello. that? Can you name that noise? Oh boy! Uh, at first, I thought that sounds like a NASCAR race car. Yeah, it does sort of, doesn't it? Yeah. And if a if a NASCAR race car was driving at the speed that it goes, you would hear a lot of that kind of noise. So I think you're exactly right. I think you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, well, we still have yeah, another have noise more. that we're going to discuss here in a minute, but Van, I am agreeing with you that if if you were if you put a recording device in an in a Indy 500 car or even a NASCAR car there at Charlotte Motor Speedway, there you go. It would sound just like that. So, God bless you, buddy. I appreciate you calling All in. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, we've got Marilee is in Linwood. Washington. So we, by all means, out there in the West Coast, they have some fun. Mary Lee, uh, she must have thought it was a race car, too. I don't know. <laughs> we have Sheila is in Henrico, Virginia. So, Sheila, you're on Name That Noise. You're on the Christian yes, Car I, Guy. What you thinking? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I think it's someone driving in the rain with their windows down. Well, there okay. you go. That's, that's a pretty good estimation. Of and and their windows could have been down a little bit, which was causing just that cracked a little bit. Maybe that, just that cracked. was causing yeah. part of that noise. It's noisy, but so we're yeah. going to say that you could be exactly right. However, I still have another <laughs> thought that I'm thinking. <laughs> so we appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Sheila. God bless you. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. And we have, I think it's Tiachi in Winston Salem. Tiachi, you're on. The Christian car guy, can you name that noise? It sounds like somebody riding with the window down. Well, I'm going to just go out and give that one to you. To, to, to be, did I say your name right? Tiaki. Tiaki, okay, yeah. Because that is, in fact, a wind noise. Now, if somebody had their window down, they would get a wind noise like that, wouldn't they, Jerry? Yeah. But in this particular case, uh, these people had um, a situation with their weather strip which we're going to get into in a minute that help them out but we're going to give it to you tiachi god bless you i appreciate you calling in thanks all right thanks so so there's the situation and you may have had a wind noise in your car yeah against the wind it was a, a natural you know kind of thing hey, that never never can go wrong with playing a little bob seager to leave <laughs> but if you've ever had a wind noise in your car they can drive you absolutely fruitcakes and you may not know that there's lots of different techniques and strategies in order to get rid of that situation and that's why it's a good thing we've got Jerry with us today and Jerry what are some of the things that we can do to figure it out you know when you start there and you start hearing that wind noise one thing you can do is take a little can of compressed air and go around the seals to really pinpoint where that noise is coming from um and, you know, you think, well, just a little bit of wind noise, what is that, what kind of harm is that? But what it usually does, it can tell you sometimes of a bigger problem looming where sometimes the door starts getting misaligned. We see it all the time in the, the, the trucks and SUVs with those heavy doors. They start getting little wind noise, which means the door is dropping a little bit. And then with time, you just keep slamming a little harder, a little harder, and all of a sudden you have to replace bushings. 
you mess up your door locks. You can even bust the, you know, there's a mount panel where there has this striker that comes out. When people are slamming that thing really hard, it tears that, and you have to put some metal repair there. So really is to find that thing early. And one way to do it is just take some compressed air and run around your door and see where you have it. And a lot of times you can take a water hose and squirt. And where you see the water coming in is usually where the wind is also where you're getting that air noise. Or you can even take a little bit of lubricant and put around your seals and shut the door. And if you don't see it transfer on the part that it's supposed to be touching, then that means there's a little gap there. And that's another place that it can be coming in. And there's some really quick repairs. And, and I don't know how far you want to get into it. Probably one thing is to do is just to keep it clean. If you don't keep those rubbers clean, sometimes they won't seal up. They may be fine if they were just clean. You just get so much buildup and corrode dirt and residue on them. Yeah, I wish I had my little Barney nip it in the butt. I should have used that for the because it, you know, he he tells you nip these things in the butt. And so when you got that kind of thing, you don't realize the, what what it can begin to cause. Of course, water gets in the car, you can end up with a smell that's horrible. And uh, rust. I mean, you start getting that water under the carpet, and it's not visible because it's hidden under the carpet, and then all of a sudden your floorboard starts feeling a little soft, and reason it is, there's rust under there. And where a lot of people run into this, Jerry, and I know <laughs> you don't want to hear this, but it's true, that they lock themselves out of their car, and then some wonderful helping person, they get this <laughs> pry bar, and they're going to pry their door away from their body so that you know, it, it, they can slide the lock rod down in there and unlock the car. Well, good job. You got the car unlocked, but guess what you did? <laughs> you, you definitely can mess with the wind, with the weather strip that's there, but quite often they actually bend the door frame or the window frame. Um, and those things can be adjusted. If you have the problem and you know, it happened, Oh, I, right after I got my car unlocked, I started to get this wind noise. It may well be that the weather strip's fine. You just need to take it to someplace like Ray's, and they can easily adjust that door back. Yeah, and it's not an expensive thing. So many times people come by with those issues, and we can just do it while they wait at no charge because it's such a simple fix if you know what you're doing. And one of the things where somebody, you know, either trying to get into a car or just tendency of people grabbing the top of the door, opening it and shutting it, they can pull that out. You can pull that back in, but I'll guarantee you, I'll tell you one thing. You don't know what you're doing. Don't do that because you can. You can, you can need a door in yeah, a hurry. Yeah, we don't want to. Have, so we got more tips. Save money against the wind. We got all sorts of Jesus labor love stuff. Stay tuned, and we'd love to hear from you. Eight six six three four truth. And when the bad folks all get together at night, you know they all call Big Jim Ball just because. You don't tug on Superman's cape You don't spit into the wind You don't pull a mask off an old Lone Ranger And you don't mess around with Jim Now, if you're like the Christian car guy At one point in time, you might have tried spitting into the wind And it, it, it's an ugly thing, isn't it, Jerry? <laughs> it certainly is <laughs> and, <laughs> During the break, um, we couldn't... I, 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 we had one of those stories that Jerry had of, you know, we were talking about when you, somebody tries to unlock your car that they could, you know, we're talking about the wind noise and repairing wind noises. If you missed the first segment and, and you know, what happens with that? We also have some gas saving tips along those lines, but we were talking about <clears throat> that some of the repairs, when you see it done by a professional, it looks, looks easy. It looks it's fairly simple. easy. And, 
this man had seen you bend the top of the door frame with the window down. Don't try this at home, folks, please. And <laughs> and, and explain why, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, well, a gentleman came up and had a, I can't remember if it was a, a Blazer or Explorer or some type of SUV, but uh, the top of the door was bent out, and so I went out. And one thing to always do is one, run your window down so you don't break the window glass, but just lightly tug on it, and it'll roll it back in, but you got to kind of know the vehicle and know the strength of that part of the vehicle did it and he left and he's telling me before he left his wife has a mid 1990s honda accord in which if you know those that top of that door frame is pretty weak and so he's talking i might get her to come up here or i might bring it up here and get you to do the same thing on that it looked pretty simple i think that may do it because we had put some extra weather stripping in there to keep the water from coming in well, the next day he brings her Honda up there, but he had decided that it looked so simple that he could do that at home. So he ran the window down, got a hold of it, put his <laughs> knee in the door panel, and he pulled. And those things are got these little welds that sort of hold that top part on. He had bowed that thing in so much, it was probably in about two foot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which basically he needed a new door because of that. I mean, it. You know, it, it seems simple, but it's important to know the what you're working with and know the boundaries and how to get that feel for things. Right, and one of the <laughs> <laughs> so we it looked easy. He found himself against the wind there because he, you know, you probably didn't charge him anything to fix the blazer, no, right? No, it was, so he, he was just thought just he'd save himself a trip. He didn't wasn't saving money to take it to the professional to get it done. But we often make choices like that and and those kind of things, but. You know, one of the places we see in the Christian car guy ministry all the time, people that are really up against things. And um, we have calls all the time or people that go to the Jesus Labor Love at our website at christiancarguy.com and they fill out an application. And often those applications come from places where we don't have anybody to repair the car or the applications. Normally we try to get people to supply the labor, but the applicants need to come up with the parts. And sometimes they don't have the money and the parts are really expensive. And so we're going to get to one of those in a minute. But about two weeks ago, I have to tell this story. It's just how God works. It, it's it's amazing to me. Always, you know, even though it shouldn't be, because when you pray, you expect things to happen, you know. But we had an applicant come from Fort Mill, South Carolina. And although we've got folks in Charlotte, we don't have anybody in Fort Mill, South Carolina. And so, you know, I began to Google churches that were in that area because often the churches are good contacts of people that are either have a ministry like that or they have somebody within their congregation that works on cars and so it's usually my practice to call churches and there's some really huge ones in Fort Mill South Carolina and I called one that was um I clearly had all kinds of ministries and when they responded that they you know, we, they didn't do things like that for people that weren't members that, you know one of those things always gets under my skin <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, but anyway, so I'm thinking if they're not a member of the body of Christ, they certainly are going to be attracted to that idea. And if they are members of the body of Christ, I mean, aren't we supposed to be brothers? And, you know, I'm trying to figure out why somebody wouldn't, you know, but uh, that's okay. They're not part of the club. They understand, I, you know, and, 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 but I, it's, it frustrates me and God knows it does. So immediately as that happens, I said, well, I guess I'm just going to have to find somebody that will do this work right near this lady. So I'm praying, God, you're going to have to show me someplace because I don't know any place in Fort Mill, South Carolina. I don't know anybody. And so I, I Google car repair close to this address of this, of this applicant. And it comes up 
with a church. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and I, I've tried it two or three times. It never came up with a church again. But that time it came up with a list of churches that were close to that lady's area. So I said, okay, God, it must be this church because I hadn't called that church. And I called that church and they said, oh, yeah, we got a guy that does that. <laughs> so I call this man, right? This is, this is how this story goes. And, and he says, well, you know, I do it for blah, 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 and I can help, you know, and he, he, he explained. And then I called the applicant back and I told her, you know, I called, the, I told her the whole story. I just told you on the air. And I said, then I called this man and his name was whatever his name. I don't have it in front of me. And she said, oh, well, that was the man that worked on my car last. <laughs> I didn't know he would do that for your ministry as well. And I'm like, well, then he's familiar with your car. Oh yeah. He knows all about it. <laughs> now, just just the think through what God did here, you know, I, I, I just can't help but marvel at, you know, my frustration. You know, God had somebody picked out. I prayed. He Googles for whatever reason. I get the, this church and you see the whole picture, Jerry, and I just sit there and marvel at what God does. But I've got a couple of things that I really need your help with. So as you listen to these, and, and by the way, now I have it set up at ChristianCarGuy.com. All of our applicants, I put the prayer request right there at our website. Their names aren't there, but it tells the situation. And these two in particular really need help above and beyond what we can meet their need. The first one, I actually got a call from the family's sister that said, you know, I listen to your show all the time. I know you've got this, and can you please help my sister? And that, you know, that always speaks to my heart that, you know, this wasn't the lady herself asking for help. This was her sister asking for the family and the family's on disability, limited income. And they had been, you know, somebody had given them a van six months. They were that without transportation for some time. Then six months ago, somebody gave them this van. How wonderful a 2000 Honda Odyssey. Well, unfortunately it doesn't take long. And now that two different places have told them that they need a transmission and they have some of the money to go towards this transmission. And we have, certain resources in this area where this, but to replace a whole transmission is going to take some resources that we don't necessarily have. So if God puts it on your heart, if you go to christiancarguy.com, you can see right there, there's an easy way to donate or there's our address, which is on 238 Sour Lane in Winston-Salem, um, is also at the website. If, if, if God puts it on your heart to help that family and they're a little bit older, and, and, and that's what they, they have a Honda Odyssey and they need a transmission. And then there's another young lady. She's a single mom. And her only way to get to work is an older um, Honda. I think it's a 2002. And it needs a catalytic converter. It needs a catalytic converter so bad, Jerry, that it w won't run. You know, at some point when they get so stopped up, the exhaust won't come out and the vehicle literally won't run. So she is dead in the water which I'm going to have to come to you to get it towed, by the way. Because <laughs> Jerry helps us out. Oh, I can't even begin to tell you how Ray's Body Shop helps us out on the Jesus Labor Love so many times. But we're going to have to tow the vehicle to someplace to get a catalytic converter. And again, she has some of the resources to pay for some of this herself. But a catalytic converter for that car is extremely expensive. And she's about $300 short of where she needs to be in order to get that need met again a single mom trying to get to work, trying to take care of her family, but um, 
And, and again, another situation I'll just add that where I called the church that they attend, which is if I told you what it was, I mean, this is gigantic, huge, super mega church, you know, and you're thinking, well, surely you guys are, well, we don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Um, um, okay. So I, you know, I, all I can say is that there is a lot of need out there, and I'm I'm thankful that God, you know, sends these folks our way, and I and I just felt like these two situations He laid on my heart. Take that out to your audience and see if that puts on somebody's heart that they can they want to help. If nothing else, believe me, just like my lady in South Carolina, there might be a simpler answer than all this, and your prayer could actually connect all the dots. I don't know how it works, but often <laughs> I see things that I go, "Wow, look at that." How you did know, God do that? And how yeah. did God do this and how did God do that with the resources that looked like there was no way this thing was going to happen? And and often he comes through like that, Jerry. So it's Well, Robbie, I want to just take you mentioned the you can go on and click on to donate and make a contribution and and you know, and I just want to say because of being involved in this from the from the beginning and when Robbie this is, you know, God laid this on your heart not knowing where it was going to go, but now I mean there's needs coming in throughout this country. I mean, in all these outlets and stuff, if, if God lays it on your heart and you, you just have the opportunity, I don't want you to take away, you know, one thing me or Robbie or anybody would don't want you to take away from giving to your church, local church, because know, that's important. But if you have the ability, I mean, do that because it changes lives. And if you have a service facility or, or, or a repair center or, or just have time to, to pray for people, just do it because you know what that's what you know christ calls us to do and it isn't necessarily just for the fellow christians it's they need to see christ in us to see what makes us different from the world and that's there we go a lot more christian car guy show coming up guess i lost my way there were so many roads i was You know, when you listen to that song, Jerry, and I, I was thinking about those lyrics this week. This is the Christian Car Guy Show, by the way. Robbie Dillmore, your host with our good friend and body shop aficionado, Jerry, from Ray's Body Shop. But as I was listening to those lyrics, I wonder how many folks really find themselves there lost. I mean, that's why they use the term lost. He was, you know, there's so many roads he could choose from, and he, he didn't have to choose God's highway. And you know, you're going to find yourself describing the the journey very much like what that is described. And so how wonderful is it that God... Uh, uh, there's a lot of truth in that song. <laughs> <laughs> As the Holy Spirit is is the wind in the, in the scriptures, kind of, you know, that's something to think about. Well, I want to finish out on our tips for gas mileage and get on into our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Uh, we talked about keeping your windows up especially at highway speeds. Another one that you may not be aware of is robbing you gas mileage is your sunroof. I mean, it's pretty cool. Or even a convertible top. When you drop those things, I mean, it changes the drag <laughs> significantly. If you never checked it, the difference between what you get, but it, it's at least, you know, 10% that, that's so going to parachute out behind you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is those rooftop carriers. If you're going on vacation, you may have heard me talk about it before, but it's simply put, even the most efficient of ones still are about 5% more gas mileage. So that's the same thing as you're pulling up to the gas pump and it's right now maybe 220 for you to buy gas. Well, you might say that again. How much is it? Uh, that's pretty amazing. To it me. is amazing. <laughs> 220. 
and that's it's 209 in places but if you're paying 220 for gas you might as well just be paying 231 as having that top carrier if it's five percent more gas so you know that's another one another myth that's out there and a lot of people that don't understand aerodynamics when you think about the mackerel now which is just <laughs> a cool thing if a mackerel's coefficient of drag is 0. 0.0057 this thing's aerodynamic now interestingly a trout which is not that difference in, different in shape it's 0.15 so it shows you just what a little bit more nose will do and the tail on a mackerel if you look at it, it's a really long extended thing well if you put down your tailgate because you think that's going to save you gas you're actually doing the exact wrong thing because where those two pieces of air flow the one over the top and one under the bottom where they come together that's the point of drag that's why the ducktail in those race cars was such a big deal because they're trying to get those two areas of air to come back together as far behind the vehicle as possible. And so that's why that, if you look at the tail on a mackerel, I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, you understand why they put those big tails on race cars. It, it, it has to do with what they're doing with the wind flow or in this case, the water flow. And so leave your tailgate up. Don't put your tailgate down. And those tonneau covers again, that you think might be saving you gas. It's not really happening. And one other thing that, that I'll mention briefly is don't tailgate trucks in an effort to beat the wind. <laughs> I mean, really, really, really dangerous because they weigh so much more than your car does. And if they're going uphill, they can stop in a fraction of the distance of your car. The, the math is just bad. Don't do that. But by the same token, if you've got somebody that's really tailgating you, they're stealing your gas because they're essentially pulling your car backwards when they're tailgating you that close. And so why not just slow down to the point where they have to go around you or pull over and let them go by you, whatever it is that you need to do. But truckers do it all the time. If you'll notice, if you get too close to them or you follow them too close for too long, they'll pull over or they'll slow down. And that's the reason they know you're not only unsafe, but you're also, you know, robbing their fuel. And so they're not gonna let you do that if they know you're doing it. So, you know, those are things, but what does this mean spiritually? Well, as I mentioned, <laughs> I've been reading William Gurnall's classic, The Christian in Complete Armor, which I have the link for that book, which is free, by the way, at Google Books, um, at my website, under the same article about Against the Wind. And he, he spends, Jerry, I promise you, 20 pages at least, just describing Ephesians 6.12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, I always, you know, thought I knew that verse, but this guy wrote 20 pages of insights <laughs> just in that verse that just grabbed me. And one of the things he mentioned, he said, did you notice he didn't say you wrestle against Satan? What he says is you wrestle against powers in high places. And so Bob Seeger here, <laughs> he didn't know it, but he was but wrestling Bob's against got it together, man. <laughs> he was <laughs> wrestling against the wind. Sometimes we wrestle against God like Jacob did when he was on the other side of the, the, the river when Esau was after him. Sometimes when we're wrestling, we're wrestling with God. And as a matter of fact, I wonder if we're not wrestling with Satan, or are we wrestling with God? Because it seems like you're going to be on one side of that wrestling match or the other. Some of the other cool things you pointed out quickly that I think are more than amazing is that in the days when Paul was writing this, wrestlers stripped naked in order <laughs> to wrestle. Well, there was great logic behind that because any clothes that you wore, they could throw you with. If you're really wrestling somebody, they could grab those clothes and throw you. Well, if we could strip naked when we wrestle against those powers, especially with God, <laughs> it 
you know, and get rid of the sin, right? Because if you've got unforgiveness, you don't think Satan can get a hold of that and throw you with it? If you've got some other, you know, issue in your life, idol that you've got, you don't think God can get a hold of an idol and throw you down with it? You don't think he can get a hold of your sin and throw you down with it? And 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 how we mortify our flesh. So now he, he pointed out something I had never thought about. I always realized if I was wrestling against other people that, that I wasn't wrestling against their flesh, but I never thought about I shouldn't wrestle against my own flesh because flesh doesn't understand spiritual things. And so if you try wrestling with your own flesh, it's like trying to talk to an unbeliever about the, the, about the gospel. They have no way of understanding it because they don't understand spiritual things. Well, guess what? Your own flesh, as William Gurnall points out, has no way of understanding what it is that you're trying to tell it. Like Romans 7 tells you, you know, I'm battling against this thing and it's just not listening. <laughs> well, what Gurnall instructs is, hey, wrestle against Satan because he's, the, he's on top of that horse driving it. He's the one that's taking your flesh where it shouldn't ought to go. And so if you wrestle against Satan, you're making progress because he's the one who's the driver in the deal. Now, here's the other insight he gave you. The wrestlers in those days, they not only stripped naked, but then they bathed themselves in oil so nobody could get a grip on them. <laughs> well, he said, why not anoint your body with the love of Jesus? And I got this picture, Jerry, that if I could anoint myself in Jesus' blood, there's no way Satan's getting a grip on that, right? And I, I've got this sin Satan's going to use to throw me time and time again. If I will put that under and say, you know what, Jesus paid for that, what you talking about, Willis? And if I can get that there, not only will I strip off those clothes, but I'm so anointed, there is no way that Satan can get a hold of a thing. And, and, and the other thing that he mentioned was that, you know, you don't have to do this thing alone. <laughs> <laughs> that you're a little outmatched when it comes to wrestling with Satan, that certainly we have the whole armor and, and God's word and that kind of thing, but a little prayer action, just like we talked about with a Jesus labor of love, and you're bringing in somebody, I mean, we know that, right, Satan can nip at his heels, but there ain't no winning this deal. You're going to get no pinned. winning, yeah. He's gonna, I, and through prayer, you know, another piece is, is surrounding yourself with, with a support system. I mean, that's what, you know, we read in the New Testament churches how important it is to also have brothers and sisters in Christ who are there to go alongside you in your battles. Right. And so, you know, I, I marvel at this man in the 1600s <laughs> who just wrote volumes on this one verse that we could do. I could just sit there and glean and, and just wonder at, wow, how cool. And I personally am, am wondering about the difference between a mackerel and a trout. <laughs> That's I'll a lot of difference. You by, that'll be your project this weekend. So go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you can see my holy mackerel mobile and you can read that whole article. It's all there. The Jesus Labor Love stuff. Please pray for those f folks if, if God puts it on your heart to donate. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years, right, Jerry? Absolutely. And, and this week, man, how about just strip off a, one or two of those pieces of clothes Satan's been throwing yeah. you down with? <laughs> Not completely, Nick. And I just. <laughs> yeah. Just God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show.